This week, the Bevcast takes a spin on the pummel horse and brings home a gold medal in ass-kicking. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bevcast. Hey, Bevcast. Episode 51. Holy shit. Goddamn. <laughs> We're on the back end of 50 now. Yep. It's all downhill from here. All right. It's a roller coaster ride to 100. It is. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the beach. And we're we're really sorry about skipping a week, but hey, we gave you a double feature to, you know, build you up for that buttercup. Mm-hmm. We were hoping it would last. Yeah. So in case for whatever reason you're joining us on the, on the down slope here to 100. And you're um, a new listener. And you're a new listener. What we do is uh, each and every episode, we, we watch a shitty movie, sometimes two, and then uh, we come in here and we talk about said shitty movie, and then we rate said shitty movie one to five jocks. If it's a good movie, enjoyable bad movie, like after Robot Jocks. Of like, course. Like totally. Fucking Robot Jocks. And if it's a shitty shitty movie, like, uh, it gets one to five bags after Twilight as in douche bags. Douche. So, but for that, you get to listen to us drone on about said shitty movie. There will be no droning. No. There will be no droning. And this week, what we decided to do, after many, many uh, requests for said movie, we decided to watch Jim Kata. Yeah, we've had requests for like months. Like since almost the beginning, I think people have started requesting this one. So here we go. We're starting the second half of 100 (laughs) off with a busy. We're giving the fans what they want. little fan fan service. service. Hell yeah. So Jim Kata, 1985. Woo! Starring Kurt Thomas, who I believe was uh, a gymnast. He's a gymnast. Yes, yes. Um, I think he might have won like a perhaps like a medal of some sort, some metallic sure. object in the eighty four. <laughs> he won Olympics. a Mer medal. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been 80, he won the platinum medal for whatever the hell we have Olympics for eighty four. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I know there were eighty four Olympics because they were in Los Angeles. Race hey, five a.m. and you are winning medals in Los, in Los Angeles. Angeles. Yes. So, uh, as we usually do, let's start with a quick plot synopsis of Jim Kata. Why don't you give us that synopsis, Harlow? Okay. Jonathan Cabot is a champion gymnast. In the tiny yet savage country of Parmistan, there is a perfect spot for a Star Wars site. For the U.S. to get this site, they must compete in the brutal game. The government calls on Cabot, the son of a former operative, to win the game. Cabot must combine his gymnastic skills of the West with fighting secrets of the East and form Jim Kata. Oh. It's like Voltron, but gymnastic fighting. So yeah, that's basically yeah. what this movie is: is yeah, fighting with the art of gymnastics and running on your tiptoes. Yeah, you ready for this? this I, I am so, so ready. Sad. Okay, what's so sad? Missed his Olympic dream because of President Jimmy Carter's boycott of the 1980 Summer Olympics in oh. Moscow. Oh. Retired oh. shortly thereafter. Attempted to come back for the 92 Barcelona Olympics. Did not make the team. But his legacy lives on because several of the moves he created are still being competed at the Olympics, such as the Thomas Flares on Pummel Horse (laughs) and Floor Exercise and the Thomas Hop release move on High Bar. Interesting. So I was completely wrong. He is no medal winner. He won several gold medals at the World Gymnastics Championships. Oh. And he's a four-time United States Gymnastics Federation champion and (laughs) five-time NCAA champion. So, okay. But none of those count. Yeah. Because he never held the belt. Right. Nope. (laughs) He's not the undisputed gymnastics champion of the world. Right. Right. So... Yeah, as much as we give a shit about all of that, let's go on to the movie. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the gymnastics cast. <laughs> hey, Jim G- cast. Gymnastic cast. <laughs> Jim Casta. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, this movie doesn't waste any time getting where it wants no, to go. No, it really doesn't. Um, I, we have a very slow opening montage of, of him doing shit on the slow mo, uneven bars, yeah, or, or well, whatever it first, is. Or, first, it's just a bar, and yeah, then it's, it's the, the parallel high bars. Bar. But yeah, the high bar and then the parallel bars. Right. But God, we know too much fucking shit about gymnastics. My sister we? was a gymnast, so oh, okay. I, yeah, I had to watch innumerable no. amounts of uh, underage girls <laughs> prancing about. I take back previous said hey I'll, the Please girls do, yeah. that weren't my sister, you can hey No. No, you, never mind. <laughs> Anywho, so there's some gymnastic shit in there. They were beginning. fucking hot when I was nine years old. Well, okay, it. fair enough. And 12 and 13 and 28. <laughs> <laughs> Flexible. Hey. Right. Uh, Kurt Thomas appeared in an infomercial hosted by Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley for the Total Gym Fitness Program. Awesome. That, that earns him a jock yeah. in my book. <laughs> Kurt Thomas totally makes my taco pop. So, anywho, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so there's a, there, there's some Ooh, montages in the very beginning montage. of him doing, you know, actual gymnastics, but then very quickly runs off the gymnastics stage of whatever well, thing he was competing in. We well, have to, we have to mention that. Interspersed with the yeah, gymnastics. Yeah, it's, it's hard cut. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interspersed with hard cuts to like this mountainous region where Mongol looking people are chasing this white dude. Mm-hmm. Who we will later discover is his dad. Right. Yeah. Spoilers. It's not a spoiler. It's not a fucking spoiler. I know. I'm just kidding. That's all we're going to talk about. His dad's dead now. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So, they, but it's kind of weird because you don't know, like, you're like, is it a flashback? Is it a traveling through time? Because, I mean, the guys look like, you know, they look like they're Mongols from like the. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. They're very much not dressed in anything remotely And the modern. giant Zanfir guy is yeah. wearing his fur coat thing and yes. fur vest yeah, fur, his vest. fur vest his sleeveless vest yeah so this is hard cut and you kind of you know it's very very slow motion of him doing gymnastics cut to like extremely close shots of you know hooves running through the swamp and cornfields and everything else mm-hmm. during this game and yeah and that's just kind of the only establishing thing that we get for it and then right. it's then it's a uh, captain exposition shows up and yeah who was awesome. What yeah, that guy he, was pretty bad. times he shows up. But yeah, basically like Kurt or whatever, Johnny, Johnny's running off from whatever uh, event he's at currently. And this guy just pretty much immediately pulls him aside and is like, we're going to train you harder than anything you've ever been trained for in your life. And we're going to train gonna go the save, fuck out Save of the you. world, Johnny. And uh, yeah. And then he pretty much goes into a training montage, like almost immediately. You know, they, yeah. talk, they talk a little bit about. The Star Wars program missile thing. Yeah, because apparently that's why he's there, is in order to secure a site for a Star Wars missile. A Star Wars fan convention. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so those are hard to acquire. Mm-hmm. Worth participating in the game for. Yeah, and the, the Filipino-looking chick shows up, and she's right. wearing a Leia outfit. And Yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, they go through this whole long training thing of, you know, preparing him for all of these things that he's going to have to do in the in the game. Running, climbing, jumping. Well, they basically, the thing is they have to teach him how to fight. Yeah. He's good at gymnastics. He's good at jumping around. He's good at doing like backflips and shit. He's not good at uh, walking upstairs on his on his hands, though. No. Not at first. Sadly, at first. a skill he did not get to use at any other point no. other than in his training. That's what we find out is pretty much everything he learns during said training montage he never uses, except for the running. And he still yeah. doesn't run well. 
Nobody in this movie runs well. No, they really don't. Like everybody is just weird. They look weird when they're running. Yeah, I don't know. There's how to also put a lot it. of dudes that didn't look overly comfortable being on horses. Yeah, like except for like Zamfir, like everyone else, kind of like, oh, this is my first time on a horse, kind of feel. Yeah, I'm on a horse. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh, yeah. So I mean, they go through this whole training montage, and then apparently, you know, he along the way falls in love with the princess. Who never Rubala. says a word at yeah. any point. Not not during this montage at all. No. She just keeps pulling knives on him, basically trying to teach him that you can't trust anyone and keep your guard up all the time kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but along the way, he's staring at her and yada yada, and they get together and... They fall in love. They fall in love. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, awkwardly. 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 Sure. Of course. But then... Uh, what other kind of love is there? Then pretty much it's like, okay. None that I know. You're training done after an indeterminate amount of time, and you're off to wherever the hell you're going, a stan. What do they call it? Pack? Farmers on Jesus stan. He, first he goes Parmalat to like... Parmalat stan. He goes to like Carball or something like that, right? No, that was... No, her Carabal. Carabal, yeah. Carabal. Yeah. Next to the Adriatic Sea. <laughs> right. Yes. Or the Caspian Sea. So apparently this is their gateway to get into Parmesan stan, and and so he meets up with uh, Professor Plum, as we call him. Uh, yes. The... Basically a Q. Or was he mm-hmm. Colonel Mustache? Mustard. He was <laughs> Colonel Mustache. Some kind of weird curly Q yeah, mustache. Yeah, and Q dude. shows him all these awesome weapons. Yeah. Like this axe that cuts through steel. Everything. Like nothing. A little, little like... A switchblade knife. Spring, that, yeah. Spring-loaded knife that can kill a man from 20 yards. Yes. And I did want to mention something. What's I, that? I didn't want to interrupt the movie for it. Okay. Right. But um, Spetsnaz, the Russian special forces, actually have a knife. That does that? that yeah, that does that. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Cool. I mean, for a dude that doesn't have one and is not made of things that repel knives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you're saying it's something that is damageable by sharp objects flying right. at as a, high velocity? As someone who is damageable <laughs> by, by sharp objects at high velocity, yeah. that is scary. Uh, sure. It's understandable. But yeah, I just wanted to throw yeah. that out there. Most things at high velocity are pretty dangerous to humans, actually. Unless you're inside them. Yeah. In which case, they're <laughs> infinitely Inside dangerous. the humans? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the high velocity is coming from inside the human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they show, but they show him all these awesome weapons. Yeah. And then they're like, go check out the nightlife. Yeah. So he goes out and immediately gets in a fight. Pretty much. Yeah. Get raped. That was the yeah. only scene of the movie I'd ever seen from via a YouTube clip that I don't even think credited the movie. But basically that, that whole scene where he's, they're walking along and they're just, I don't know. I wouldn't say window shopping. They're like, cart shopping there's one just bong shopping yeah they're looking at every hookah that's there yeah so they're he and he and princess what's your face are walking around just looking at shit and then this one guy walks up and he's like hey you're american and he's hey. like uh yeah and he just like throws chucks a drink chucks, in his chucks, face yeah, chucks a drink in his face and then walks away that's that's pretty much the only part <laughs> yeah. i saw because but the, very closely after that there's these two agent guys that have been kind of been following them around mm-hmm. i guess they were supposed to be cia or whatever yeah and they're just kind of following him around. He's like, hey, you know, don't get in a fight. It's just going to cause a big scene. Well, yeah. And he's like, there's still some anti-American sentiment yeah, in there. And then bit. immediately gets shot in the chest yeah. with an arrow. Yeah, that's pretty much the YouTube clip I've seen. You know, it's just just the random arrow out of nowhere with no setup. Just mm-hmm. off-screen arrow. <laughs> Message for you, sir. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Yeah. And so then he gets in a fight with like five or six guys. Right. Who, of course, only approach him one at a time. Uh, yes. And don't care that he's doing like backflips and prancing. One at a time, fellas. Shit. One at a time. Yeah. Well, I should. I, this is maybe where it'd be a good point for me to go ahead and point out my my slight beef with this movie. Is this movie is directed by Robert Klaus, who 
mm-hmm. previously had done, most notably, Enter the Dragon, the, the, probably the was, best Bruce Lee movie. He did Enter the Dragon? Yeah. Same guy made this? Yes. So, and also- See, the Robert big, Klaus got to eat, man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he also did The Big Boss, which I think is one of the better early Jackie Chan movies. Mm-hmm. I, I think it might be one of his very first American produced movies. Um, but anyway, uh, he's really like- his directing skill really lost a step in this. I mean, it, either he just really didn't care or something because I, I had a lot of problem with the way he shot a lot of things. Well, I mean, it was like way too, it was, it was very close and very quick cut for a movie of this era. Yeah. Well, and also it was very tough to tell geography of scenes. Yeah. You know, this is something I've talked about plenty of times, but there were a lot of scenes where you just, had no sense of distance between characters and, you know, where people were, where guys were attacking from. Right. You know, they don't, I mean, I got the layout, it wasn't of, the, established I got well. the layout of the game pretty good. I mean, yeah. you know, we kind of saw the same progression three times by the movie time, the movies over at least yeah. up to a certain point. And then, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird because I mean, to me, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, if you made fucking Enter the Dragon, yeah, Enter the Dragon. you should know what you're yeah, doing. Enter the Dragon is awesome because Bruce Lee does some of his cool shit, but there's also some like remarkable shots in it, like the mirror scene and all that. I mean, it's just, it, it boggles my mind that the guy that shot the, the mirror fight sequence from Enter the Dragon also directed this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just, that's just weird anyway. Yeah. But, you know, well, it suffers from the same thing as Enter the Dragon. If like, you know, a hundred guys will attack Bruce Lee one at a time. You yeah. Know, they just. Well, so. and the problem with this dude too is he's just such a little fairy little guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's just, he's got his little mullet. Yeah. It's and, like the MacGyver mullet and only worse. Like he honestly, he runs around on his tiptoes. Yeah. He just, he runs like a girl. And it doesn't help that they give him like the worst eighties cl- clothing you can imagine. He, he had a bitch and sweater in the beginning though. <sighs> it had like the, Ooh, that yeah. weird stripe that went around the, like are you talking the, about the bicep red one? Oh. and then like a little stripe that came up to oh, the shoulder. Horrid. And it was terrible. Yeah. He wore, they, they, there's some awesome eighties, uh, atrocious clothes. I'm pretty sure you were, I think you called it, I think he was sporting a members only jacket at one point. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't in 1985? I, I mean, I come don't on. know. I don't know. <laughs> People that were not members. That's no, who. Apparently not. But, but yeah, yeah anyway, so, but that's the thing. I had so much trouble buying him as anything. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cause he just kind of, I mean, it's like the moves he's doing are pretty cool. Yeah. He, he knows how to flip and do yeah. s- gymnastic moves pretty well, obviously. But when it comes to hitting other dudes, <laughs> yeah, you don't buy it ever. No, no, not at all. Which is probably a problem in a Kung Fu or a, a Jim Kata movie. Right, right. <laughs> Combination of gymnastics and karate. Oh, is that what that means? <laughs> Should have been Jim Kara? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But Jim anyway, Kata he gets there. way cooler. Or as the, sub, the, uh, the byline of it says, the skill of gymnastics, the kill of karate. Ooh, the skill and the kill. Okay. I like that. That's the other thing yeah, about this movie. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. He doesn't fucking kill anybody. One, one dude. One dude. One dude, and he kind of knocks him off a ledge. No, no. I'm or talking off the about, cliff. I'm talking about... Whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, we're going to get to okay, it. Yeah, yeah. He kills one dude. But, but basically, he fights hordes of dudes and never kills any of them. Okay. Yes. And that... That we know, know of. I mean, you know, there could have been some complications from being hit yeah. or something, but, you know... No on-screen deaths by him. Yeah. Really so, 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 but he he seems to just knock out everybody and run away. Right. And whenever he gets a weapon, he immediately throws it down after about yes twenty seconds. Because yeah. Well, you let's, know. let's jump back to the plot because basically there's this little scuffle, you know, after the the incident in the market, and uh, he 
basically like the the girl gets kidnapped the two cia guys are, are killed one guy by the arrow and the other he comes back the other dude's mm-hmm. been impaled too and then basically he runs back to see colonel mustard professor plum whatever we're calling him and uh some dude from clue and uh he basically says oh yes peacock yes that's exactly it um, he he says basically, oh yeah, just let her go. She's in the impenetrable forest or fortress, you know, where all the training mm-hmm. happens, and just let her go. You know, you got to get on with your mission. He's like, no, not not leaving her. She's a hot piece of ass. Let's go. And uh, so he runs off and goes to the fortress and makes it out in about ten minutes. I mean, yeah, it's like encounters no resistance, not very little, like, like four dudes, I think. Like, at least they bring out... Like, I think it was the first time you get guns involved. Yeah, and there's guys running around with AKs, yeah. and they just cannot shoot him. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but, but you know, so, like, the, the main dude's got some kind of AK, and then this other guy comes in, and there's, you know, a little bit of a fight, but he escapes relatively unscathed. Oh, he does shoot that one dude, though. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, he shoots oh, the guy with an, a, with an AK. That's true. Maybe we're up to three body counts by Kurt. Yeah. So, uh, so then he gets, he gets the girl, and they run away, and then it proceeds this like you were saying, very badly mapped out, run around the city. Yeah, that was yeah. probably the worst, like the run around the city, because you, you just, you were totally lost. I mean, yeah. they, they well, kept doubling back. Honestly, kept... it felt like they just kept filming the same four or five corners yeah. from different angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and had them run by it and then had bullets, yeah. you know. That's just it. They stopped at every single explosion corner. on the yeah, wall. Exactly. Stop at every single corner so that the squibs can go off on the wall and make it look like they almost got them. Mm-hmm. And it happens like eight times in a row. I mean, like yeah. guys are chasing them in a car guys are running around and they've got i believe they were were they stins i mean they look like old you know german weapons from like world war ii yeah they look like old like mp5s yeah. or something i don't know but yeah so you know whatever they're they're just getting shot at and missed all the time and they get away you know it's <laughs> yeah, just it's just it's not very exciting it takes forever yeah. and you're bored of it by about the third time they get shot at yeah because nothing happens they just run away and and I don't even remember how they eventually get away. They just kind of like all the, of a sudden show up at the well, like Professor the, Plum's place. Like uh, something like the the cops. Yeah, the cops kill hit, one yeah, of them. The cops almost hit one guy and then he starts running away and they shoot him. And then like this car like runs the, like, the car off the road and it hits a ramp. And oh, flips that's right. Over. They, yeah. They and that's, the that's pretty much it. It's like all the right. car did not explode, which no. pissed me off. Yeah. Car should always explode on any yes. kind of impact. And especially uh, if it gets flipped. You know, yeah. And so they they get away and go back to the professor and. Oh, guess what? He was a traitor. He's, a He's traitor. the one that was telling everyone where they are and they're removing. But don't don't don't. But, but it leads to my probably my favorite scene yes, in the movie. Yes. Honestly, is uh the U.S. agent Captain Exposition shows up. U.S. agent. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Exposition shows up and he just unloads around into this guy and blasts him through the door. The guy goes flying through the air. Right. That was awesome. And it's like that guy shows up and it's like that's a guy who knows how to brandish a weapon. Yes. Because he's like firing from the hip and two mm-hmm. guys run in and he just like barely looks at him and just freaking yeah. <laughs> you dirty punks guns them down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, you dirty rats. Yeah. That this movie needed a lot more of that guy. Yeah. And then, and then what did he say? He's just like told you special forces should have handled this or yeah. something like that. And then it's like, okay, now you're in. Yeah. Now you're, now you're in, in the Parmigiana stand. Yeah. yeah. Parmigiana. Parmalata stand. Yes. It's milk you can leave on the shelf. Yes. Yeah, and so then they have this weird. They're I'm trying to remember. Like they're they're, they're like whitewater rafting. Well, no, into first they're like first they're like riding on on mules, being accompanied by like a bunch of sherpas. It looks like, and then it's like all yeah. of a sudden they're on a whitewater rapid thing, and then they're there. They show up and like the the sort of ninja looking dudes are there. 
which and she's like these are my people and then he gets out and just immediately starts fighting picks them. a fight with everyone yeah like about about 20 dudes and yeah dudes with daggers yeah he's like i want to fight you well it was so weird because like the one mate guys makes a move like he's gonna stab their raft yeah and then like he's like he makes like a half move towards the raft and he's like oh i guess i better stab you first you know and yeah it's just it's, begins a really weird, weird fight sequence like throughout this whole movie there's occasionally like some cool moves that he pulls off mm-hmm. like he'll do, do something like oh that was pretty cool and then it's like all right that was kind of lame and wow you just had a weapon and uh, for the 80th time you threw it down you know so it, it's just it's weird like his little flip move he was doing this is earlier in the movie he was pretty cool. that flip move that was Which pretty good one? The, the flip <clears throat> move where he's like having this conversation with the girl who never talks yeah uh, he, he's basically doing this one flip, flip into the air oh, yeah have his back to them. Yeah, and so he's just like... Full s- flip with a half twist. Yeah. Or something like that. Anyway, so I mean, he, he has a couple what? of decent moves. I, I was going to... flip with a half twist. How do you know these things? I was going to move on past that, but... <laughs> you totally ollied off that. God damn it. Warp. Yeah, yeah but... I uh, held down the A button and then released but the, it. The problem with all his moves is like, it's so obvious all the other stuntmen there are just waiting for him to do them. Right, right. I mean, there's a point where a guy throws a punch at him and holds his arm out into the air until until Cabot can grab it. Grab it, yeah. Cabot oh. can grab it. Hey-o. And then, you know, throw him or do whatever he has to do. So, so, yeah. I mean, all this happens and then he wakes up and he's in the... Yeah, he, he loses. He defeats all but the last guy. Right, who, and he gets whacked over the head and knocked out. And that yeah. was pretty good. That was a pretty good cut. You know, fade to black and then, like... Or cut to black, and then it kind of fades up, and there's the wolf cry at a full moon and the ah. castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. no, he, yeah. So yeah, then he's a cry, and I thought I mean, eagle cry immediately. Right, a wolf howl. How Not this that? time. Not in Parmalatistan, nope. my nope. friend. So yeah, then um, pretty much uh, he wakes up and he's there, and he's going to start doing the game, and it's from there. It's pretty much Enter the Dragon. Yeah, it's like a bunch of but, dudes have shown up and. But I, I love, like, there's like six or seven guys, and they're all just so pumped to be there. Like, yeah, we're in the game. Yeah. And then, you know, and Captain Exposition in the beginning makes a point to tell him, like, over 900 years, no one has ever survived. Right. You're probably Everyone that has die. entered has always died. And all these guys are just like, yeah, we're in the game, man. Hey, outsiders. Woo. Yeah. Well, they were all outsiders, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. And they were just kind of like hanging out there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, we're we're in the game. All right, it's gonna yeah, be good. Right. Sweet. Yeah, sweet. Doing the game thing. So man. yeah, they have this Come feast, on. and we get to meet the the con. The con. Yeah. And, uh, you mean, hey. you mean yeah. Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks. Yes. Mel Brooks. It's good to be the con. <laughs> but yeah, so Mel Brooks, who's who's the father of, nice. of, of the Asian Filipino chick. right woman? Yes, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Okay. The family resemblance was amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. they were about the same height. That's pretty much where the resemblance uh-huh. ended. Well, we never saw the wife of the con. Oh. Or the mistress or the, the yes. harem of the con. We, we never saw Mrs. Khan. <laughs> the cleaning lady of yeah. the con. Oh, we <laughs> did see toothless, weird, uh, tongueless, toothless lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But there's lots of weird side characters in this movie. A this cast whole of movie's just character. fucking weird, man. Yeah. I, I, so, <sighs> basically, what you say, I mean, pretty much at least half the movie is the game. Like, I mean... At least. More than half. And more than half. That's what I'd I'm say two thirds. I'm saying it's, yeah, it's like, it's literally like and probably that's 30 the minutes way of setup, be. maybe 40 minutes of setup, and then it's like he's there and boom, we're off to the races. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, because we haven't really explained what the game is, they have to run through kind of an obstacle course, but it's it's like. It's more like you're just running it's for like, like a hunt. five miles. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, a hunt. It's a hunt, basically. like. But they have to follow a very set path. Right. And they have set rules. 
And so basically they have to run in a certain path. There's the ninja dudes with flags kind of showing them where they have to go. So they run through this cornfield and they have to scale a big wall on a rope and cross a chasm chasm on a rope. And and all the while, like ninja dudes are chasing them, going to kill them if they slow down. Yeah. It it just, it doesn't, it's just weird. It's the most dangerous game. Yeah. But it's like obviously completely rigged against whoever's actually fighting. Well, and plus what's his face? The um, Zamir who's like, the the con's right hand man, his enforcer mm-hmm. or whatever, the captain of the guards, whatever, yeah. is really trying to overthrow the con, and, and that's the whole big plot of this movie. Is this guy's evil and trying to kill the mostly good, eh, the con, you know, the good guy. Yeah, and I don't understand how. So basically, he just cheats. He like he makes up the rules yeah. as he sees fit, and just he doesn't want anybody to survive. Yeah, because at, at one point period. he says, you know, they have to be on the same level right. in order to kill someone. Like if they're crossing the ropes, the guy who kills them has to be on the ropes, yeah. and then eventually he's just like, fuck it, kill yeah. him. Well, I think he was trying to set them up to like think that he's playing by the rules when the because yeah. they make they make some uh you know we got to see the dad in the beginning do this then we saw some prisoners I guess if they won the game they win their freedom mm-hmm. and then so that's kind of teaching you along the way and and the people in the movie what you have to do and yeah so I think he's trying to lure them into a false sense of like this is how the rules work and we all play by it you know so that he can when it really counts to break yeah, him and try to kill him. him yeah yeah Zamfir's a dirty bastard yeah he is killed one of his own men to right kill yeah. another dude so yeah so they they do all this and i mean like i said we we see the prisoners do it in all this sequence and then it's like the rest of the movie is them running this Him gauntlet running. yeah and and then all these other guys you got thorg and yeah thorg. Like thor yeah Guh. thor who's gomez. basically toby keith right. thor thor was was gomez scott bio yeah yes okay yeah, yeah. and uh yeah it's just like they run through all this, and then the part that we never saw is apparently after you've crossed the chasm and you make it there, it's you've got to enter the village of the damned. The danged. Or, <laughs> did they say danged? You said danged. <laughs> I would swear to you. Okay, well, whatever. It's village of the dang. We got the, we the, got the G edit of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Village of the danged. So, yeah, and this place is just dang, dang, filled dang, with a dang, bunch dang, of freaking dang, dang, crazy dang, dang, dang. villagers. Like, weird at, like, I don't know how they found all these extras. Well, they were in Yugoslavia, so yeah. it's probably not too difficult. I mean, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Eastern Bloc. Well, yeah, but th- these people were fucking weird. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, this this place is full of, like, I mean, like, other than, like, one scene, like, at the banquet, like, there were, you know, there was a couple, like, younger looking people at the banquet. Like, everyone else are, like, these weird, toothless, haggard villager because people dental technology has not come to Parmalatistan. Yeah. yeah it's just like i mean like the weirdest you know crones and everything you can think from any medieval movie yeah like nobody sh- ever has teeth yeah. and nobody can speak like yeah. a normal person yeah, they're all carrying pitchforks and going let's go the creeps yeah. you know and and this place is like even worse than that i mean this is full of like homicidal crazy yeah. people who apparently are just ready to kill all the time because I mean apparently I, I wouldn't think they run this game like every day, you know they're just yeah. they just sort of hang out in the village ready to kill like mm-hmm. you go live here and get leprosy and someone comes along and you try to kill them you mm-hmm. know so yeah because he just yeah. enters this village and like you know immediately like everyone's you know it looks like it's deserted and everyone just starts popping out of everywhere yeah and, and he, he kind of well he wanders in he can't see anybody at first right, you know right. and there's like the mist is floating around in the see, city. it's like, really quiet yeah. and there's just a goat tied up to a to a pommel horse in the middle <laughs> it's like of recreating the square <laughs> yeah. yes. what's that i just we're recreating this movie via yeah. audio <laughs> bj's got the win i got the goat yeah yeah he just kind of wanders through this town until like somebody like pokes out the window is like ah! yeah and that's literally like the sound he 
makes. You know, they, all they make are just like guttural. Rah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he grounds the corner and some dude's sharpening a scythe. Yeah. <laughs> just like really slowly and just does that turn the head and the look at him. turn stare. Yeah. Of course, to which we said, you know, some folks call it a sling plate. <laughs> I call it a caster plate. <laughs> yeah, and then like and that then guy people, just kind of looks at him and yeah. you saw him walking like, all right, that's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, dudes just start jumping out and trying to yeah. kill him. All these people exist to do is hide in cor- hide around corners waiting to jump out at him. Yep. M. Knight Robert Klaus's yeah. The Village. <laughs> so yeah, he, he runs around and, and just keeps getting attacked and, and, and runs and runs mm. and runs and runs around the village again. It's like the the same routine as last time. It's like, let's round the corner and round the corner again and round the corner again. Yeah, and all of a sudden Thor's there trying to yeah. kill him. and <laughs> Thor, who has an arrow lodged in his chest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, basically Thor's been cheating the whole time, like killing the other dudes whenever he can to... Dudes. Yeah. Try to and win. We're just like Thor. Conserve your energy, buddy. Yeah. Killing man's. So yeah, all the other people are picked off, and it's like it's down to you know it's down to Johnny and Thor at this point, yeah. and, John, and Thor's got an arrow basically lodged in his lungs yeah. at, at best. Sweep the leg, Johnny. And uh, yeah, so he, um, I, I guess he he take no. What he, he like crawls through a pigsty. Yeah, he basically. crawls through a pigsty and, and basically kind of knocks Thor back, and he gets pitched forked. Yeah, to death with the pigs. Yeah, and he see he sees Gomez there. You know, Scott Bio's like been right. impaled on a yeah on Pitch a pitchfork. York. Right. And basically, that's how you know that he's like the only one left because they've killed everyone. Right. Yeah, and, and he, he like I said, he's running he, around he, basically in a big circle, and he ends up back at the very beginning. Of, yeah, goat's with, gone, but the pommel horse is still there, mm-hmm. and thus begins the at pummeling. least five minute the pommel pummeling. Yeah, the pommel pummeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yeah, so he just starts doing gymnastic moves and kicking pummeling. kicking anyone who wanders nearby. Yeah. Which it actually looks pretty cool on some of the parts, but then you're mm-hmm. like, okay, there's the same move again. Yep. And yep. again and again. If you've and ever seen anybody on a pommel horse, they got that one leg sweep thing they do over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah. And that's the sweet. Thomas Flair. The Thomas Flair, and he just keeps kicking dudes with that move. Yeah. Over I wonder and over. if they sped it up at all when they when he was kicking dudes. Because there's somewhere he was moving pretty fast. Yeah, maybe. Have you ever seen dudes? Yeah, I mean, I know they do it pretty fast, but I don't know. But yeah, yeah, what I love about that scene is there's people with like, like pole axes and yeah, like with like huge 12, long scythes, and yeah, it's like, like eight all or they have to do foot. is swing at him. They, he couldn't even get close to him. Mm-hmm. Nope. But all they do is stand around shaking him into the air. So he takes out probably fifty dudes on the pommel horse. Yeah, he, and then. He, and it's like, all right, I've had enough. I'm going to continue my running. Well, he does get the, he does actually brandish a weapon at one point because somehow yeah. he grabs a pole from someone. Yeah. But he ran out of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he, just, he threw it away. Yeah. He just, he's, he's busy beating the hell out of people and then he just throws it away. Yeah. And then runs away. I think like that's, a girl. that's my favorite dumb movie cliche now is uh, non-firearms running out of yeah. ammo and being having, cast aside. Yeah. Or just basically having a weapon. And just throwing it aside for no reason. Right. Yeah. That's that's the same thing. Yeah. Well, even the firearms thing, it's like, really? Just throw the gun away? Like, well, I mean, if you run out of ammo and like that's, that's the gun. Sure. Yeah. But but yes, but you, you got a correct. big ass stick that you've been pe- beating people down with. Right. At least throw it at somebody. I mean, yeah. at least like it's the ones in the movie where they just drop the gun and run away. It's like it's a gun's pretty heavy. I mean, fucking chuck it at somebody at the, at the very least. Hold yeah. on to it long enough to do that. Pistol whip somebody. Yeah, pistol whip somebody. Something. Yeah. Anyway, that's other movies. But also, the, the other thing with that, and where I can totally agree with your sentiment, is 
you know, it's a gun. You might find more bullets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. it, how heavy? I mean, you just it's need heavy, more bullets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, you don't, I, if you're wearing like a like track pants, you don't really have sure. anywhere to put. Yeah, put but your at gun. this point, it's getting so obvious that they just really don't want him to kill many people at all. No, right? Yeah. He's got some squeaky I'm clean a man image. Of I peace. guess. I'm I don't know. Done killing. But yeah, so he killed too but many it's weird men because he already shot the dude in the beginning. Yeah, but they kind of act well. You know, and the thing is, when he's beating all these people down, it's pretty much self defense because. Right. He's got an entire yeah. town trying to kill yeah, him. That's what I'm saying. But it's weird because it's like he obviously thins the herd a little bit, but it's just like he hits a point. It's like he's still winning and he's just like, yeah. all right, that's enough. Continue the running bit. Yeah. He runs away and then he runs into a corner. Oh, well, it starts the extremely slow. Oh, yeah. Motion. Yeah. We're talking slow motion for like five minutes. Yeah. Long time. Slow. And then, and then like dogs get in the mix and they're running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he kind of does this climb up a wall thing and he finds a very thin alleyway. Yeah. Apparently he can't climb any higher somehow. Yeah. I couldn't figure that yeah, out. He yeah. made it all the way up like yeah. three stories. Yeah. And it, it didn't really get any wider or harder to climb up. He just kind of stopped and looks up and sees He's one of the ninja tired. dudes. And it's like, oh no, slow, slow motion slow ninja. Motion. And he reaches ninja. his hand down and pulls him up and. Lo and behold, it's his dad, who's not dead. Dear old dad. Dead, just apparently his left arm doesn't work at all. Right. Dear old dad. I mean, yeah. dad. So, yeah. Dead. He shows up and tells him, you know, I believe in you, Johnny. And you need to win. You need to win. Sweet the leg, Johnny. Yes. Yep. And then Get dies shot. 30 seconds later shot with an arrow with in the back. Arrow. Yeah. And then Johnny's like, shit. And oh. beats up one dude, steals his horse, and... Takes off on the horse yeah. to try to continue winning the race and basically jumps some sort of chasm that we yeah. never really see. Yeah. And only Zamfir follows him, and all the other ninjas are like, Oh, fuck that. I can't jump a horse. And I love that his name's actually Zamir, yeah. but we keep calling him Zamfir. Whatever. Close enough. Probably because there's he so was, much pan flute yeah, on the soundtrack. Yeah. He was the master of the, the pan flute. Yeah. And so he gets in one, you know, he gets off the horse and, you know, have this final battle with between him and Zamir. And yeah, he. That's one of the dudes he kills. He yeah. kind of gets in this like leg lock thing and breaks his neck. And yeah, mm -hmm. that, that was he, a he very short, unsatisfying fight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, because you were really expecting like, oh all yeah, right. that dude should have suffered at that. Because really, well, but all the dude does is punch him a couple times and then kind of like get his ass kicked. By and then Jonathan kind of beats him Johnny down, sweeps the leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then so he rides off to town, you know, because there's no other opposition. The the con at this point, his daughter's convinced him. Just yeah, by, by a pretty quick speech, actually, which kind of makes you wonder why she didn't try this before Earlier. all this shit. <laughs> but she just kind of says, like, hey, did you ever notice, like, how he kind of disobeys you a lot and how he kind of has his own army and how... They don't answer to they, you. They don't answer to you and how, like, they're all wearing masks and you don't even know what they look like and how, like, every time you talk to them, they just ignore you because they don't, never talk to anybody in this movie. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know the, what? The, uh, <laughs> I think you're onto something here. And, Though I want to go back just a second, okay? Because the silent guys who direct the traffic basically right. during the race, those guys are They're hilarious. Awesome, yeah. I love them because as soon as someone gets by them, they just all kind of lower. Yeah. Like, they, like they drop their they, arms. They, they drop the flag and they're just like, oh. Like, you know, like they're just so eager to kill them, yeah. but they're not allowed to because they're just supposed duty. to be, yeah, they have flag duty. So they're just, yeah. they all like, and they're, it's like, it's they'll, like it's, they'll lower the flag and their shoulders will sink too. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's like ninja detention. Yeah. 
<laughs> you were very bad today, Mr. Ninja. You have to hold the flag. I just want to stab dudes. Yeah. I want to shoot a guy in the Which back also, with by the an way, arrow. If these, were, if these were ninjas, I mean, they were dressed like ninjas. They were the loudest fucking ninjas in yeah. any movie ever. <laughs> they weren't ninjas. They were just hiding I mean, their faces. They just... I'm walking around now. I'm a ninja. Gonna kill you. Didn't say anything. <laughs> no, they don't say anything, but God, their footsteps well, and everything. Well, when Jonathan's walking through the, the village of the damned, too, he yeah. does that, where it's like you hear every footstep he takes. Yeah. It's like, what, are you wearing tap shoes? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he rides back into rides back into town after beating Zamfir, and also the the king has convinced the, the, the crowd who loves him to rebel against the guards and they took their plowshares and the swords and fought down the remaining yeah. ninja, ninjas and, you know, and then it's like, yeah, and, yeah, and, and Jonathan then, just rides into town and oh, look, there is his, his dad, dad who's his dad not with dead, an, not dead and an again, arrow in the back again. This dude has taken two arrows, fallen into apparently some cushy trees, mm-hmm. a la Monkey Island one and survived and yeah, that's yeah. All. And yeah. then they show up, everyone like, cheers and then freeze frame yeah freeze frame and freeze you know, text frame. on and then text on screen explaining frame. what went on to yeah. happen basically star right, wars satellite was launched from parmalatistan now, now here's the things like we said the 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 you know super gadgetry never once used the whole nope. time essentially anyone that wins the game gets basically like one wish from the from the con yeah the and con will grant that was never even shown i mean yeah well, it was it was implied with the yes the other thing that they didn't but, that they didn't take advantage of, which is something that I thought they should, was that uh, at the end. Did, did you guys mention that his dad comes? Yeah, his yeah. dad comes riding in on the other horse. Right. Well, they didn't. They didn't take advantage of the fact that essentially his dad had completed the game at that point. Right. Yeah. He had survived the game. Yeah. So his dad gets a, a rec- one well, request. Here, here's the thing, though: is like, was the request to have the Star Wars there because like the 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 con seemed pretty groovy with them otherwise like i mean it seemed like mm, yes okay i'm gonna go with yes sure i'm just saying like you know it seemed like he had to do that in order to defeat these amir guy who you know apparently the secret service knew was becoming evil or whatever well, yes but if the khan granted the request because uh, uh jim yeah. got a ninja dude Kurt, whatever whatever his name was there were wishes you guys are making granted. my head hurt yeah <laughs> Apparently they win the but he day. Didn't, and he I'm didn't sorry. have to. He didn't have to use his request to get the hand of, of the daughter. That's what I thought they were gonna. Oh. That's the direction I thought they were gonna take. Oh. Was like I'm gonna win this. See that fuck would, America. I'm gonna win this for this girl because I'm a dumb boy. Now here's here's how this could have happened and and probably been a better ending. Here's how it could have happened. Yeah, Zamir is not dead. He comes riding into the end, demands the hand of the woman who he was betrothed to. Mm-hmm. And that's when he has to use the wish and to get his, the girl. And then, and then the dad, dad goes, wait, I finished wait. the race too. That would have been the best and ending. And he goes, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, he's heroic and says like, well, I've got to give up, you know, the girl in order to save America. And then dad goes, but I won the race too. And I, I want her to marry him. See, that's how you end that fucking movie. Boom. That just, that yeah. just gave me chills. Yep. Yeah, God, I was. Let's so, reshoot this movie. I can't. I Remake, can't express reboot. how Jim Cotter reboot. I can't express how disappointed 3D. I was at the end of this movie. 3D yeah. gymnastics. 3D. It'll be like <laughs> no. We'll get, we'll It'll be like step yeah, up. Yeah, I was 3D. gonna say we'll get step up 3D guy to direct it. It'll be awesome. Oh my God, it'll be the best movie. But, ever. Yeah, yeah, but we'll I have all that uh, chalk flying at the screen. Yes, it will gross at least a hundred dollars. <laughs> 
because we wait. Are we all going to pay thirty four to see it? <laughs> yes, yes, no, we we're are. all going to see it ten ten times each. Uh, okay, or that something. Works too. I don't know. But yeah, but I God, think, I think the, the ending of this audience movie, would see yeah. a reshoot of that. Yeah, movie. probably. But the end of this In movie 3D. sucks. I, I yeah, I can't express how disappointed I was, it was when it suddenly just ended. Like I started laughing, but then I was like, oh, I was kind of like one of the ninjas with the flag. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, even the way even the way uh, Zanfir goes out, it's yeah. kind of like that was disappointing. Like, like I was like, did I hear a crack? Was there the net crack? Yeah. And he goes like, see, yeah, yeah. See what kinda. this could have. He should if he obviously stole a lot of plot points from Enter the Dragon. You know, in that bunch of dudes show up to compete in something that's kind of unwinnable. What he should have done is is realize that what one of the things that made Enter the Dragon work well is that it wasn't just Bruce Lee's story. You know, the other characters were interesting. You know, you had Jim Brown, you had, uh, what's his, what's his nuts, the, the American dude, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, it, you got to know them too. And that was, that made you it interesting. America McPatriot. Yes. American McPatriot. He was, he was good. Yeah. And, and you know, it was interesting, you know, having other characters, yeah, you, you cared something about other than just, you know, Johnny who was fucking annoying and yeah. But didn't you care about Princess? Uh... John Saxon, by the way, guy's name? I couldn't remember the actor who was in the dragon. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> him. Yeah, him. But yeah, um should we just rate this? Yeah, let's rate this. One. Yeah. Let's get this over with. Based on how simply it, it just ends so abruptly and inadequately, I can I can go at most two jocks. That's exactly where I was. Yep. It was two at, jocks. it was at three until mm-hmm. that ending and it just dropped at a full yeah, jock. I mean, like, no. I, I mean I mean I'm I'm almost closer to one jock than two. Yeah. But I, I'll I, give it two. I was almost peaking up to four with certain of the ridiculous parts like in the in the village of the dam, because that was just so fucked up and weird in, in what was kind of a normal movie, but mm-hmm. then it's like and like the the pommel horse scene could have been so much more epically hilarious and yeah. it just was lame and at the end of the day and yeah like i said that ending was such a letdown yeah at the end of the movie i was down to you know pretty close to one jocks yeah. but talking about it and that other thing that i was talking about that i don't remember at this point they gave it an extra jock jocks <laughs> give it one extra jocks right um brings it up to a solid two jocks yeah yeah, unanimous two jobs. There's worse ways you could spend the movie because, or spend your time because, I mean, when this movie was over, we all kind of commented. It was like, shit, it's over. I mean, because it, it felt like an yeah, hour. It's a fast hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, it was like when it was over. I was like, I had to hit the the info button on the DVD because I was like, the hell, how long was that fucking movie? I thought it was only like an hour. So that's that's saying something, you know? Yeah, it's not like a movie where like, fuck, is this over? Like like a few like over the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, at least it moved quick. Yeah. It got where it wanted to go and it did it fast. This is true. So, but yep. yeah, other than that one chase scene, yeah, it like I said, not, I mean, it kept this, us mostly entertained. Yeah. Like the, this is the kind of movie I would question, like um, almost like Final Voyage. Like if we'd seen this on something other than an official Warner Brothers DVD, mm-hmm. I would question if we'd seen some sort of like TV cut. That's yeah. that's how yeah. weird it felt. Yeah. I mean, it felt like wow, okay, there's some blood and violence there, but it's like you're not cursing, you're not. There's no boobs. There's no yeah. nothing else that Village makes this radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really weird, like subdued in strange ways. So I don't know. Yeah, it could be kind of something, but it almost seems like maybe this was like a PG movie back then and got re-rated or something. Maybe you know, Stranger Things have happened. I don't know. What was it rated? 
It was rated R. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one dude gets his hand chopped yeah, off. When, yeah. One, one of the weird people they who don't goes even show the chops hand his being, own hand off. Yeah. They don't show. But they don't show it. They, they cut show that. it like after the fact. No, they show the hand with a severed yeah, hand yeah, hanging on and blood dripping from it. Yeah. Oh, we don't see BFD. the one dude get uh, uh, harpooned either or javelined. Yeah. Most kids have seen that before they're six. Yeah. But anyway. You do yeah. have a point. But yeah, I. it's tough to recommend this over other stuff that we've seen that's so much better. True. Hey, it, but we, but we, we it, really thank all the people who uh, recommended it. I mean, yeah. it's definitely, I, I feel the better having seen it, actually. Like, I, hey, you I didn't can, win the universe, but hey, yeah. at least it wasn't a bad. No, movie, this is like so. one, something I feel good about checking off my list because it's, yeah. it's talked about yeah. in shitty movie circles yeah, I, a lot. It's on so many lists. Yeah. So, definitely yeah. not one of the top 15 worst movies ever. No. No. But this one. It, I think all, we've seen all 15. All the good stuff is in the little details for me. Like, mm-hmm. like right. Captain Exposition just blasting that dude through the door. Yeah. And yeah. And the, depre- the depressed flag ninjas yeah. and just... And I, I loved, we didn't mention, what, there's this one guy, where we think it's a guy, maybe an old woman, up on top of one of the roofs in the village of the Danged. And um, Dang. all all they do is just kind of go... Yeah. And that's it. It's just like, it just kind of looks it's up like, like making weird fuck? bird noises. And yeah. then like, just keeps walking. And that was pretty awesome. But I kind of want a loop of that, like an animated GIF kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, tough to recommend, but... Oh, well. Anywho. Tough to recommend, but we'll do it anyway. Watch it if you want a two jocks movie. (laughs) We're going to take a break, and we're actually going to come back. We have some some listener voicemails straight from the Garfield hotline. We have some messages. The hotline was blowing up. It was blowing up this last week, so. Garfield's back nearly rang off. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we'll be back and do that, and also probably talk a little bit about the Expendables. I'm a simple med why you going out with that ghost gym guy? I saw you kissing him on the 4th of July. But baby, can't you see I got tears in my eyes? Why you going out with that ghost gym guy? All right, welcome back to the BAMCast. Welcome back to the BAMCast. Second half. Sweet. Half number two. So, um... Yeah, first, let's go ahead and get the Expendables out of the way, so to speak. Um, Holy balls. Fucking yeah. awesome. I I just have to say that it's rare that I, I put so much self-hype on a movie. I mean, granted, there was the internet craze of it, but I just feel that I was completely not let down at all by this movie. We were Here, stoked. Craig. We were stoked to see that movie. I mean... And, uh, the only complaint that I've heard from anybody, and I will concur with, is fuck CGI blood. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, me, it's me, not. It was the one-liners. There weren't yeah, enough good okay. ones. But I'm fine with that, really. I mean, everything else delivered, you know, in, in bundle truckloads. Dude, the scene with the dock. Yeah. I was ready to jump out of my chair cheering um, i wore a grin on my face for at least the last half hour of that movie and oh yeah plenty yes. of parts before there was a there was a lot of that you know typical huge action movie like oh my god did you see that yeah elbow in the guy next to you yeah there were parts where i literally Fuck. could not stifle a very loud yeah <laughs> as could most people i think theater. that affected yeah. all of us yeah 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 i, th- I, th- I good- think when Terry Crews goes nuts <sighs> at the end of the movie, I was, I think I, I was like, just shouting like, fuck yes. Yes. A thousand times. Yes. So we're we not, had a good crowd at the theater. Yeah. Too. Everybody we're, was into it. We're, we're not going to go on too much about it. I mean, the yeah. movie, it just, for one thing, it's three weeks old at this point, but yeah, you know, but it's just one of those movies that taps into that part of your brain. Yes. That is just like, 
primal fuck <laughs> yes Ooh. yeah so if in some off chance you're on the fence you know you're not sure if you want to see it go see like, it if dude. you like action it. movies come it, on be a man and go yeah. fucking see it already in what the, the theater, fuck is right, wrong with where you violence belongs yeah and it, thank god that beat out everything else oh yes yes that made me happy too I mean, didn't it? I, didn't it like totally stomp Eat, Pray, Love? About about ten million. It wasn't. It eight. wasn't a total stomping, yeah. but it beat it pretty easily. I mean, and and thirty five. And the second week, it was also yeah. And the, unfortunately, the, number one, the third week, I'm equally as is equally happy as I am that the world made this happen. I'm as disappointed in the world that they let Vampire Suck be number one. Really? It was number two. Was it number two? It was number two behind. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I read that it was number one. So, yeah. It, it but still. Again. That's but still, still it that's beat out, high. like, Scott Pilgrim, everything else. Yeah, I, I just... Scott Pilgrim dropped, like, a rock. Yeah. I, which... I'm a, I haven't seen it. I, had, I haven't had time, and I, yeah. I'm going to try to. I have, I've heard good things. Yeah, I have a... I kind of have a plan in mind. Sadly, the earliest I'll be able to see it is next week when I have some time off. Is it out on DVD already? <laughs> yes. No. No. Oh. I just got my copy in the mail. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see it next week when I actually have some time. Maybe yeah. maybe this weekend. I might have time this yeah. weekend. Edgar Wright deserves better. Yeah. But so, but Michael Sarah does not. However, no, he doesn't. But anyway, that's yeah. Anyway, Expendables. It's it's everything we wanted, and then some. Yeah. So, shall we get to some some voicemails and we'll, we'll yes, work the yes. second half around them? Okay. The Garfield hotline comes through. Let okay. us read some voicemails. In a big way. All right. Let's see. I think our first one is going to be kind of a quick response for us. But it, by the way, we thanks like everyone that contributed in advance for yeah. contributing to the uh, to the Garfield hotline. Um, we're glad you finally came through. Yeah. So now you will come through on the internets. So we uh, do it. We would like to uh, point out that uh, we like when people point out that we miss something. So yes, we appreciate this. Here. Makes us feels like idiots. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, this is Clint from the Madison, Wisconsin area. Hi Clint. Just discovered your podcast, heard it from uh, the Bad Movie Night podcast crew. Uh, enjoying it a lot and just heard you guys talking about the arm wrestling movie with Sylvester Stallone. Remember there was another arm wrestling scene in a movie, if you guys remember, Superman 2 uh, with one, I think it was, I can't remember her name, but with the female bad guy. She got an arm wrestling competition and... Uh, broke that guy's wrist too, although no compound fractures. Uh, enjoying it. I'm going to go back and uh, download the old ones and uh, keep it up. Have a good one. Bye. It's all right. Thank you, Clint, for pointing. Thanks, Clint. Yeah, I I completely forgot about that yeah, too. Yeah, I prematurely declared the history of arm <laughs> wrestling in movies. It's over. It yeah. ends with two movies or whatever. Three, three. three. Two and a half, if we want to count the manliest handshake ever. That counts as like two in itself, okay. dude. So you know, but yes. You know what I just found, and this this may break it. What's that? Seven great arm wrestling mo- moments in movies. Oh, um, I, yeah. I, what did what you're saying doesn't make sense. <laughs> so we, of course, there's over the top, yeah, right? Let's see, over the top. Which, by the way, it's Ursa uh, was one of the the bad guys. There's Ursa, obviously Zod, and Nan is the big apparently mm, uh, predator. Doesn't say anything. Did we? What? Yeah, predator. We, yeah, the handshake, that's the manliest handshake of all time. It says the glint of sweat on their arms. The manly discussion is the arm wrestling is taking place. I don't Got know. you pushy too many pencils. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. The Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. Yeah. Why are we talking about like the frat, the other frat boys, the alphas or whatever? They might have arm wrestled. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'll find out. Ogre probably arm wrestled. Soon enough. He seems like a dude that would arm wrestle. Yeah. Let's see. Some nerds, some nerds, some nerds. Yeah, I just don't remember Margot Kidder arm wrestling. Yeah, that was kind, of a, kind of a weird scene. Yeah. Yeah. Especially her breaking the dude's wrist. I mean, it's yeah. like, holy shit. Well, I think when Superman like gave up his powers, he gave him to Lois Lane. So that's pretty much what happened. Is that what drove her crazy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the girl arm wrestling all the nerds and beating yeah, I think, him. And I, think Booger, he, I think he also, I believe him. when um, Superman Clark Kent gets his powers back, he goes back to the diner and also arm wrestles that dude and arm wrestles him across the counter. I believe that was an arm wrestling match. Vision I, quest. It's been you know a long about, right? time. Yeah, he, I know. He, he goes about. up his powers. I he goes and he tries to defend her honor and gets his ass kicked. And vision quest. Oh, you say? Blood. Yeah, the fly. That's more just about wrestling. Yeah, the fly we mentioned. Yeah. Ricochet. Um, Apparently, it's a, a. I have not seen Ricochet, so I cannot comment on I've the arm wrestlingness of Ricochet. New when Lithgow cap kidnaps Washington and drugs him at that pool. Beforehand, though, they begin to arm wrestle, at which point Lithgow injects him with heroin. Wow. This sounds like... Um, that doesn't sound like fair arm wrestling. This sounds like an awesomely all. written internet blog. It is. It right is. Here. It's uh, from uh, blankety-blank-something.com that I'm not even going to mention because of the poor writing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the lack of Sweet. reliable videos. Huh. So, so anyway, fuck apparently that. there so, are yeah, some so other Margo moments. Kidder broke Ned Beatty's arm right. in Superman 2. And told him to squeal like a pig. It was yes. really kind of awkward. Weird, yeah. But I I apologize for prematurely declaring. But really, it should just it should begin and end at the the hand handshake slash arm wrestling in Predator. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Clint. Yes. So, um, yeah. good voice mail from you to us, and and I'm glad Glenn's going back and listening to all of them. Yeah. We apologize for some of the early ones being so terrible. And yes. Yeah. For going back. Yeah. We've apologized and before. We'll do honestly, it again. Honestly, stick and with. You'll it. have to get number one from the website. Yeah. Stick with it for Cool as Ice also. You'll get over the echo. Yeah. But cool that's a pretty good episode. Actually, I realized something. I, I, I also may have prematurely mentioned about the disappearing episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they may have already been going away before because I wasn't counting in the spoil cast. The spoil cast. Oh, yeah. Show up on the same feed. So they uh, yes. or very early episodes may have already started disappearing. But you can find all of our episodes yes. at the BMFcast.com. Yes, the full archive is there. Sweet. So anyway. Next voicemail. Right. Yeah. Second voicemail. This is Here from Travis, as he will tell you himself. Hey, this is Travis. Hey, Travis. Uh, hey, Travis. Kansas City. Uh, if he you want to hear about some crazy oh, connection between one of your favorite movies, uh, Robot Jocks, Robot Jocks, and one of uh, your other favorite movies, Arena, Arena. You check out who produced both of them. A guy by the name of Charles Band. And uh, you basically get five jocks movies for the rest of your podcast. You just basically watch every movie this man has ever produced. Check it out. Uh, I guarantee you you won't be impressed, but you won't be disappointed. <laughs> All right. Keep up with podcast. Love it. We will. And thank you, Travis, from Kansas City, either Missouri or Kansas. <laughs> One of them. One though, of those. Though I'm like it, Clint. Travis, Travis gets the Fan of the Week award right there. Really? Are you For sure? What he what he gave us is awesome. Oh yes. Yeah. I, like how we didn't guys, make this connection before now is beyond me. Have you guys but, looked up Charles Band? Oh oh yes. Yeah. I've been going through and several of his are I've already marked, on the Netflix queue. I've marked four that um that are uh Definite that watches. we've watched. Yeah. Yes. Well wait, um, four we've watched. I know we did three. Well, four that we've watched all three of us together. Oh, well okay. Mackie sort of watched it through his eyelids. 
Um, Ro- oh, right. Yes, I wasn't counting. Robot on. Wars. Yes. But yeah, four yeah. four movies. Uh, Robot, Robot Holocaust. Jocks in name only. Arena. Mm-hmm. Robot Jocks and Robot Wars. Right. So that's pretty amazing. I, mean, I don't think anybody's made f- the 4X. I mean, he even beats out Stuart Gordon at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Which is well, amazing. Stuart, and Stuart Gordon was involved with two of those. And yeah, a couple of these here. Uh, I mean, he's he's worked with this guy more than once here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, other things that I've already, I'm in process of looking for Man. slash already added to the Netflix queue. Um, we've talked amongst ourselves about doing transfers for a while, mm-hmm. which I believe, uh, let me check. I believe, you talked about doing transfers very early on, yeah. I remember. And I don't know why, but it just kind of fell out of the rotation. Yeah. He he also actually um, directed that one. He's, he does direct some of these. Um, yeah. But transfers is like, up to like number five or something crazy. It's one of those, like they just keep pumping it out. Cause the main star guy, I guess doesn't have anything better to do, but I believe up to like transfers three, um, Helen hunt was still involved with it. And I believe like by the time they made three, I mean, she was already like people knew who Helen hunt was mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. in twister mad about you and all that stuff. So it's like, I don't, you know, I don't know if what kind of contract there was. It was like a, a buddy thing for, you know, Whatever, but you know, so later on in that series, she still shows up and out there in in TV land. Um, take a read at, at the stuff. It just just look at the names, and you will be blown away. Well, I'll tell you right now, one of them that's not on on DVD that I'm going to have to get another VHS uh, copy that I plan to do as soon as possible is uh, one from 1985 called Zone Troopers. Yeah, that would, the that cover alone. Cool totally sells me on it um mm-hmm. not only does it look like they may have used like some of the same costuming from uh arena but uh yes. the plot basically is it's in italy during world war ii um american soldiers discover a spaceship that has crash landed in the woods and come across it it's alien crew and nearby nazis also find out about it and they try to also capture it so basically, you've oh got, man, that's the best. You've got the Axis and the Allied fighting over aliens and alien technology. I would assume, and it it looks awesomely awesome. And it's got a uh, the same dude that's in uh, Transfers is in this Tim Thomerson. We will be dipping well, into that well. The other one we wanted time. to get Mandroid. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> well, there's well there's Mandroid, but then there's another one that um, the Eliminators where they describe somebody as a Mandroid. The uh, the Eliminators looks amazingly awesome too. Uh, Mandroid, Mercenary, Scientist, Ninja. Each of one a specialist. Together they are Eliminators. And that one looks awesomely yeah. awesome too. And that one's got Denise Crosby from <laughs> Star Trek fame, so you know it's got to be good. Star of Trek course. and Pet Cemetery, so you know. She's got a illustrious oh. resume there. Yeah. He's got some... There's also some... There's Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Seen it. Yes. You ready? For, seen it? I've seen it. Have you seen Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolorama? I've seen parts. It's see the problem with all right ones like that. I think are automatically off the list because they know what they're making. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and especially Cannibal Women. I mean, that is like practically straight up like tongue in cheek. I mean, it's got Bill Maher. Yeah, in Attack it. of I mean, the Killer Tomatoes type thing. Yeah, it's it's got Bill Maher in it. I mean, which is kind of weird because it's from like late eighties, I think. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to? But it's got Shannon Tweed also. Ginger Dead Man 3D Saturday Night Cleaver. <laughs> Hello. Nice. Yeah, but he produced the Am ori- right? He produced the original Troll. Yes. Um Yeah. Uh Ghoulies too. Mm-hmm. Ghoulies. And the original Ghoulies. Yeah, both Ghoulies. Evil Bong 2 King Bong. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> yes. How about yes? Number 6 on his list. Oh, oh, I think one of my favorite things on his resume um that uh 
brought me uh, immense amounts of joy and probably not in the way it's going to sound like, but he is the one who produced um, and was behind the 1970s uh, Cinderella like softcore adult movie, which is... So I saw that. Not I didn't so, see the movie, but it's I saw not so that. much like it's not so much like that. It's a good like uh, Skinamax type movie. It's that it's freaking hilarious too. It's like the plot of it is basically like the fairy godmother is this is this black guy who was on the run, and he dresses in some women's clothing to escape the law. Somehow stumbles into like her life, you know, and pretends he's a fairy godmother. And his wand is basically a like a bicycle horn with a condom on the end of it. So every time he goes and blows up the condom every single time. Nice. That is and, awesome. And the gift that he grants her is a snapping pussy. Snapping like, <laughs> yes. And that's like, basically like she goes to the ball, boom. And, um, Hey, Oh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> the reason that the prince knows her is because of the snapping pussy. So he basically, the prince is going around, hey, baby, like you got a snapping trying pussy. to fuck everyone until he feels the snapping pussy. again. <laughs> And it's it, like I said, it's it's that a porn. It's awesome. basically like a softcore porn movie, but it's freaking hilarious too at the same time. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's more about skin, Skinderella. Actually, it is a pink snapper. Yeah, more than I want to talk about wow. that movie, but it's it's hilarious. So if you're into that kind of thing, which hey, who isn't? But thank you, Travis. Yeah, there they was expect w- to see more of these. There was one other one um, I wanted to bring. Virgins up. of Sherwood Forest, Murder Cycle. <laughs> What? Murder cycle. <laughs> I love titles like that. God. Oh, they made Deathbed. The bed that eats? Yeah, Deathbed. The bed that eats? Sweet. Yes. The bed that, <laughs> bed that eats people. I just want to keep Deathbed. saying Deathbed. I just want to keep saying that. Deathbed, the bed that eats? Enemy Territory was another one. Um, it looks like a buddy cop movie with uh, some dude named Gary Frank, but the other guy is Ray Parker Jr., Ray Parker Jr. in a in a movie. I I what? don't know why. What? But Jan Michael Who Vincent. Who does he rip off for that one? Jan Michael Vincent's in this as well. So <gasps> apparently it's some nice. kind of like almost buddy cop movie. But um, some of the uh, some of the reviews basically call it like overtly racist. So I kind of just think we need to watch it for that purpose too. Just like I, I'm a big fan of. We need more movies. overt racism. Is what sure. you're saying? Why not, dude? There's a movie called Crash and Burn. Yes. And what? it's got robots in it. Uh, it, it that, I think, is qu- kind of more of the official Robot Jock sequel than Robot Wars. It's, it's already in the Netflix queue. Good. I don't know if anybody anybody makes it no, I don't from think one it, movie to yeah. the next. But. but I think it more follows the plot of Robot Jocks than, than Robot Wars did. Because Robot Wars was like, you know. Robot Wars put me to sleep. That's all you need to know. Well, you, oh, you were. It was late. You were tired well yeah we did kind of start the movie at like three in the morning didn't we something like that yeah unicom Anywho. is a powerful organization overseeing most of the world ethics economic collapse they have banned computers and robots in an attempt to ensure life liberty in the pursuit of economic stability when a unicom synth robot infiltrates a southwest tv station and kills a manager a revolutionary against a gestapo like corporation alone the unicom delivery man must help the rest of the station survive through the incoming thermal storm you just <laughs> turned into the micro machines guy <laughs> holy crap <laughs> Micro machines. And that so, came out same year as Robot Jocks. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Hmm. All right, so we got one more uh, voicemail. Yeah, um, unfortunately, this one is anonymous. Yeah, he didn't leave his name. No, 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 no. So you call us guys. So hey, guy, you didn't you didn't leave your mess your name and hey, anything. Buddy. But so, but we're gonna play it and then uh, we're going to address you directly. Hi guys, uh, Hi. I love the podcast. Thanks. Uh, my girlfriend loves it too. Thanks and again. And coincidentally, she is moving down here towards the end of September. Hooray. And I'd like to celebrate with a bad movie night. 
So I was wondering if you guys could recommend uh, maybe two or three really good shitty movies that I could uh, put on and, you know, things that are easily acquired. Otherwise, I would go out and find, like, Action USA or something. So uh, if you could do that, that would be fantastic. She moves down here at the end of September, so I think uh, another podcast or two should be out by then. Uh, love the show, and I hope you guys keep them. Bye. Okay. Thanks. We love the show too. Well, thank you, Anonymous. We're we're a big fan of all of your clubs. So uh, I assume that you were um, in a submarine from the pinging in the background. Yeah. So well, I know it's hard to get movies on a submarine, and I know that's why she's moving down there. Hey, it's long and hard and full of semen. <laughs> well, <laughs> additionally, they were they are going to be letting women serve on submarines very soon. Sweet. Yeah, I guess that's good. They okay. serve drinks. <laughs> yes. They've got kitchens oh. on submarines. They've got kitchens wow. on submarines. Yes. We just, lost, girlfriend, a, we just yeah. lost a listener. His girlfriend Thanks. no longer likes the podcast. Wow. Oh, if she's those, suffered those through those all of our misogynistic... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. true. This is true. <laughs> all right. So he's looking for a bad movie night, pretty yeah. much. Well, I mean, let's go ahead and get the obvious. If you haven't both, for some reason, seen Robot Jocks, there's a reason we rate our good, bad movies mm-hmm. with that rating. So, it is the yeah. beacon on a hill. Yeah. yeah and, and you can really make a Stuart Gordon doubleheader yeah. where you can do that and like Fortress. Yeah, Fortress. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's, Fortress. I mean, there's Reanimator. We haven't done it, but, you know, I mean, come on. It's Reanimator. Yeah, just go on IMDb. Look at look up Stuart Gordon. Yeah. I mean, there's you a, will find gold yeah, there. Exactly. You can get Roadhouse 2 at Walmart probably still. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd put that super high on the list. I mean, it's fun, but... No, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not super high on the list, but it's something that's accessible. Sure, it's definitely accessible. Stealth? Yeah, but Man. come on. Let's think, let's well, think, see, we gotta it, think of the best of the best see, here. I've, I got some. Okay, go for it. See, and I, I got I got a couple categories here. Uh-oh. So it depends on what you're in the mood for. Categories. But there's, of course, you know, you know, a robot jocks before anything else, of course, but an ass-kicking explosion. The first movie would be Ricky O, Story of Ricky. Yes. yes. Easily found on Google Video. Right. Yep. So there you go. You've already got one. Crowd, Other the warm, ones, crowd around the warm computer and watch yep. yourself some Ricky O. Other ones, you're probably going to have to go on uh, Netflix to get a copy, but I would follow that up with Sinbad of the Seven Seas, <laughs> which nice. is too much fun. Yeah. Too much fun. And then followed by Undefeatable, a romantic which is comedy. even more terrible fun. Terrible action, but but you can get both of those on Netflix. Ricky O, all you got to do is go go to Google Video and you got it. Yep. But yeah, I, I actually, I'd probably save Ricky O for the grand finale. Yeah. Or, or Robot Jocks, depending on, you know, what yeah. your take is. Either yeah, one but of if, those. If you're just going are... for a threesome, you know, a three oh. a threesome. Hey, but uh, yeah, for, uh, for a triple header. There you go. There you go. That's what I say. Okay. Go for some hand-to-hand combat. All right. BJ, you... You got anything or? Oh man! Me do, um, uh, see, it's, I mean, it's so yeah, frustrating. We're, we're, like Omega Cop not being. Yeah, I know. I was like Omega available. Cop. Omega Cop. Omega Cop. Omega Cop. Omega Cop. Yeah, Arena not being available. Yeah, yeah. You know, I come in peace. My God. Okay, so here's what oh. we wanted to say to direct directly address you, Mister Anonymous, is that um, please uh, email us back bmf at bmfcast.com because um. Questionable legality aside, and, and I figure it's it's fair game when, number one, you don't make your movie available on anything that's a, a format that's been used in the last 10 years, maybe 15. And any, you know, the, any of the formats that 
are even accessible, right? Yeah. you're out of print. So. Yeah. Um, and number two, company that owns your rights is essentially out of business now. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about MGM. Uh, and we have semi-publicly yeah. offered to purchase the rights for for <laughs> right. whatever sum that right. So, but may be available. If you haven't seen I Come in Peace, that's, I, I think, number two behind Robot Jocks for yes. things to see. That was acquired by way of the internet and certain things, programs that allow you to download things. Uh, if you aren't they familiar with... They for rent. They might. They might. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, it, it's it's pretty easily available there. And if you're not familiar with doing that... Yeah, I can give you just like a little, Dark Angel, or I come in peace. Yeah, or I can send you said file directly. Mm-hmm. But that's how we acquired it and watched yeah. it, and plenty of ways to go from there. So you're not crowding around the computer screen. So as far as other things that are easy, um, we're going to go on the assumption that you have a Netflix account. We are not sponsored by Netflix. We'd like to be, but mm-hmm. we talk about them a lot because but really, we say, Netflix we say is fuck the, too many times for Netflix. Netflix <laughs> is nah. is basically the best place to find yes. these. I mean, oh, yeah. generally speaking, if it's on if it's on DVD and it's in print, they're going to have it. They usually start to pull things when they go out of print because people will just steal them. Mm. So you, you can't fault them there. But uh, other things I would throw into the mix, um, it depends on what your mood is. I mean, I think a fantastic double feature shitty movie, uh, if you're a fan of things, all things 80s, is to go uh, with the Ice Pirates Space Hunter double feature. Space Mm-hmm. Truckers, no, you, love your, I, you love your. You love your. I do pirates. love. I do love my ice pirates, and Space Hunter is is right there with it. And those two together, you can even uh, couple those if you're looking for a triple feature, and and you've seen or don't care about the other things we talked about with with like Crawl, it, it, that fits mm-hmm. right in the same wheelhouse there. So you know, I I'm a huge fan of of things of that time period. So I think I would say that's my three, other than acquiring yeah. our, our our top rated ones of all yeah. time. Cobra, don't forget you. I'm not forgetting Cobra. No, I, I, I know you're not, but I just I, I'm kind of scrolling through the. Um, oh, I'm yeah. Believe yeah. me, I'm I'm painfully aware of our, our movie list. I yeah, I have looked through it many many times. <laughs> he created the screened list. Yeah, yeah. That's a, have, that's another thing. Is I'll throw out if, if if you guys like movies and you like having fun with movies. Um, again, we have no affiliation. We're just big fans of the, of what they're attempting to do on the site. Check out screened.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. You can you can add us as friends. At least Mackie and I are on there already. Um, I didn't know I could sign up. So well, now that I know I can it's sign free. up, it's free. It's free, and they don't want your personal information. No, they Fuck don't. Yes. So um, it, it's a lot of fun. You can create lists. You can create friends. You can you know they have trailers and forums and lots of the fun things that we don't necessarily have. So, but we 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 have a Bampcast list of movies that we've watched slash talked about on there mm-hmm. and. I had to add some because some things like Action USA weren't even in the master database that they pull from. So yeah. it's painstakingly, meticulously culminated mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Well, I have another uh, another triple header. Okay. This is the unintentional comedy triple header. Mm. Nice. Where you start off with Cool as Ice. Okay. It's on Netflix streaming. It is. Easy. You follow that up with The Room. <laughs> oh, okay. Which... <laughs> Is if you want to suffer a little bit, a little bit of suffering, yes. But but you, if you want to have fun making fun of it as you go, yeah. The room is like a movie. It's it's like an endurance run. You make yeah. it through that movie so that you can then understand the references later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty much why you suffer the room. Yeah, but it's you a, suffer it's through a badge the room. Of courage. It, is, it is. Yeah, you suffer through the room, and then you finish up with Troll Two. Nice, which is by far the funniest movie we've seen. Oh yeah, 
that will earn you your Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your Weebelow. Yeah, we'll get you out of whatever. I don't know. Sure. Letters. And really, if you don't want to suffer through the room or you have already suffered through it at some point, throw in something fun like Showgirls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, that's Navy Seals. That's always fun to me. Oh, fuck, yeah. Navy Seals are goddamn good, too. Navy Seals. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that. I was, I was trying to put together uh, teams of badass sure. bad movies. Mm-hmm. Sure. And Navy Seals definitely up there. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I come in pieces almost a team of badasses. A team of badass of two, but still <laughs> kind of three when yeah. they have the alien guy with them for a little bit. But yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you want to email us and you know if you want to narrow it down, like you know, you guys are really into sci-fi horror, whatever. We'll we'll try to maybe yeah. next episode because because I'm kind of avoiding talking about movies that we haven't watched yet. Yeah, well, only because I'm part of me doesn't want to spoil future podcasts. I'm not, but you know, I'm totally fine with seeing ice pirates or whatever again you yeah. know watch those see that's the thing is like crawl's pretty goddamn good i mean for a quote-unquote bad movie you know it's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a fairly let's just say it's a fairly high budget bad movie yeah yeah, yeah. bad movie but yeah. yeah it's damn fun though good production yeah the other two are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit more in the bad movie line hey thanks chuck for posting a comment on our website oh he's chuck now chuck no. chuck anonymous no. Oh, no, oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about DJ's finally reading the site. Okay. Yeah. He hasn't been there in a yeah, while. Yeah, we have this website called bmfcast.com. I don't go to it, but yeah. you should. <laughs> Would you like to tell people how to yeah. uh, how to get... I, I can give you ways. one more triple header. Oh, well, okay, one or more. Or double header. Double header. The pain and suffering double header. Mm. The pain and suffering boredom double header. Uh, no vampires lost post has got to be on The pain train! Yeah, actually, that, that will make the triple header. Okay. You go dumpster baby. You follow it up oh. with the happening... And Ooh. then you finish it up with Vampiros Lesbos. I throw in some Twilight there too. Why not? Yeah, I mean, Actually, that's the that's the pain and suffering night. I would Ish. I would suggest staying away from from Twilight because those fuckers already have enough money, and uh, you should not send any in their direction. Okay. Well, the DVDs already purchased via Netflix or whomever. I stole the movie outright. I am not going to lie about that one. <laughs> nice. I didn't pay jack shit or wait anything for that. So, um. Yeah, no, I would also uh, put in The Quick and the Undead. That was goddamn painful, too. Uh, yeah. The slow and unwatchable. I, 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 no. D- do not, under any circumstances, watch Dumpster Baby. That's... The other ones are one <laughs> I'm thing. i you, that is the pain and suffering that, movie. If you it's just, end all pain and suffering If you just literally movies. want to pain and suffer, yes, that's... Yeah. That's it. That's your, that's your go-to. When that's you your, have a movie that we can't even make it through, that's... And barely qualifies as a movie, so... If you want to watch it, the best way to do it is watch it in Fast Forward <laughs> on Netflix yeah. and then comment on it to yeah, your quickly, friends. Quickly. Yes. Pick your speed. <laughs> but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, you know, it just depends on your on your mood. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of I think awesomely we've given bad, you, off, yeah. you know, action movies and things like that. I, I, I think we've given you a pretty good... Uh, sure. Pretty good direction. Pretty good rundown. There. Yeah. We didn't hit horror, but you know, there's those are a dime a dozen. Quick and the Undead is horrible. Yeah, horror, horrorish. It's horrible. Yeah. Nah, I just, I mean, pick any, pick any something part five or or higher. Yeah, you know, it's not tough. That that's easy. Not tough. <laughs> that's why we kind of, you know. Yeah. I'm so, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad T Strell's not here because he'd be like, no, Saw five and six were really good. Saw three is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Except for Jason X, that's fucking amazing. And Leprechaun <gasps> in Space. But, <laughs> but whatever, other than that. Leprechaun in Space, yes. Yeah. 
Dracula versus but also Leprechaun in the hood. hood. Oh, in the hood, yeah, yeah. sure. Did it have Coolio in it? <laughs> Should have if it didn't. Anyway. All right, BJ, would you like to tell folks how they can also get in touch with us? Like, Of course. I will give them the rundown of things they should do to get in touch with us. Sweet. First on the list is bmfcast.com, and hopefully if you've been there. If not, go there. If you have been there, go there again. Uh, we post all of our stuff, as you will see if you go there, and if you've been there, you've already seen it. We post some other crazy stuff that's, uh, that's kind of interesting and kind of in our wheelhouse. Um, and you can comment on all of our posts and comment on the comment on the podcasts and we appreciate that and every once in a while we'll get back to you um and uh, tell you some more things about the things that you have said you can also follow us on the twitters where we will post all the things that we are going to do and have done uh, and that's at bmfcast and uh become a follower of us and we may become a follower of you and you can find out all that crazy crap we are also on the Book of Faces, facebook.com slash bmfcast. Uh, again, we, we kind of post everything we do there. We've also got all the trailers linked up uh, as soon as we can get them linked up on uh, on Facebookie. You can also find us on iTunes, which is a good place to subscribe to our podcast at, because you're, you, you're probably already on the iTunes thing. Yeah, rate but, us five uh, stars. Rate us five stars, review us. Uh, it's just bmfcast or bad movie fiends. We're in the podcast's... Um, movies and something or another. And uh, we're explicit, so hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your family. Uh, hide your husbands, too. Hide your husbands, too. And then, as you've heard on this episode, the most important and impactful way to get in our good graces and get on the podcast, get yourself mentioned, be famous, is the Garfield phone. And you can get a hold of us on the Garfield phone at 910-5-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. Give us a call, leave us a message, and as you've heard, we will feature you on the podcast because we love you and want you to be happy. Excellent. I approve of all of the above statements. Makes yeah. me happy to get calls on the Bamfcast hotline. Yeah, I'm straight. Garfield. That's, that is so happy because I, I have the email set up to go to my phone and, um, you know, throughout the day, little bits of joy as... Um, no, right, Full disclosure, the Garfield line is using a Google Voice number. That's why I just go straight to voicemail. And um, Google attempts to transcribe said messages into text and and sends them to email on my phone. And um, first, I'm, I'm, I'm joyed because we get a message, and then I read it, and I'm joyed because of reading Google's robots horribly butcher your, your voice messages. And then I listen to the actual thing and I'm rejoyed. So it's, it's like a nice little sandwich of joy that Yay. you deliver to me at any point in time. Yep, and you can call that 24 hours a day, 7 yep. days a week, 365 days a week, year. 365 and one-fourth day a year. Well, you know, you're rounding. 52 weeks a year, whatever. You call at any time, and our robot will pick up. Yep. Our, our Google bot. Yes, our robot will deliver the VHS tape with your voice <laughs> to us. Awesome. So, anybody got anything else? We wrapped up. Ninja Terminator. That's all right. All. <laughs> Should Thanks. I throw out that reference? Yep. Yeah. Mandroid. Mandroid. <laughs> Femalian. That's a good double feature. Mandroid, Femalian. Yes. Do it. Even though All we haven't seen them. All right. All right. Well, let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach. And this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Out.